Right. We're now recording. Teddy Burris, welcome to the Career Pro Podcast and to, well, you're in your own world, so I don't have to welcome you there. <laughs> that kind of freaks people out when you tell them I'm in my own world, man. Just saying. We're just, we're just living in your world, my friend. So that's why I wanted to talk to you today. Well, thanks for the invite. Absolutely. Let's talk today about really right now at this period in time in 2020, effective virtual networking, especially on LinkedIn, not necessarily only on LinkedIn. Okay. Just, just that topic. What does that strike? Does that strike fear in you or excitement? Me, excitement. Most people, I think, fear. Uh, because they, they don't know how to do it differently. We've, we've been conditioned to network in real life, go to chamber events, go to network events, go to job search groups, show up at community events, you know, uh, walk up and down the street and say hi to people. And we can't do that. You know, so like, what do we do? People are like, you know, it sort of reminds me of the images of the, what's the zombie apocalypse. People are just walking sure. around in their own homes and they have no idea what to do. They like, how do I do this? And in April, yeah, in April, 2020, if I even get within, there's like a force field around me. I'm feeling either powerful or extremely unattractive you walk by someone if you're within six to ten feet they automatically move away april 2020 look i'm not out and about i'm i'm cloistered in my home office here but uh at the same time it's a weird time but is it okay to network right now professionally well is it okay in april 2020 let me ask you this question and i have an answer but let me ask you this question if you didn't network at all you had no conversations with anybody in a normal time when life is as we are used to it, which, by the way, it may be going away. But in a normal time, if you weren't networking, what happens to your business and what happens to your career opportunities? Well, for most of us, they go down, Eddie. You've got to consistently build not just contacts. We've talked about this before in our meetings that we've done together and you've presented to our group, but build relationships. How do you do that in this awkward time when people are walking around with you know, cloth or whatever over their face, they look like bandits? So you just gotta be willing to try something different. So let me give you some examples. So um, um, I have to grow my business every day. Every day, I've got to be working on growing my business. I don't care what's going on in the world. I've got to be growing my business every day. So what I have been doing is this. First of all, I, um, if someone touches my content online, typically, I would message them back. If someone responds to an email to me, typically, I would mail them back. Typically, I would do the same things I used to do. Today, I'm doing it a little different. Here's an example of what I did last week, and I'm going to do it again this week. When someone engages on my stuff, my content online, my YouTube videos, wherever, instead of me relying on respond or reply, call them. Ah, you're going a little old school with us here. Maybe, yeah. Well, then, even differently than that, if I know who that person is, 
and I bring up their phone, and I have everybody I know is in here. Everybody I know that I've connected with got their digits are in here, okay? And if I see that I can do FaceTime, do a FaceTime, okay? I'm so not, you're being, you're saying it's okay to to make those old connections. People are like I'm too busy for that. I don't want to do that. In the past, I hear a lot of that from clients. They don't want to network that way. They're getting the push off. Today, you're saying maybe not. Well, it's not that I'm cold calling or prospecting. Right. That's not what I'm doing. Okay. That continues to go on the same way it's always gone on. And but I just include, you know, uh, FaceTime. I include texting, I include Zoom, I include Skype, whatever I can do. And I also do this, John, I invite people. Brand new guy working for one of my clients, got a brand new job, doesn't have a clue what he's doing, he's brand new. So this morning when he sent me a LinkedIn connect request telling me that his boss told him to connect with me, I said, fine, let you and I have a conversation on Zoom. Here's my link, call me at about three o'clock tomorrow. So it could be, this could be, this could go to Skype. This could go to FaceTime. And, and you're saying that's all right, schedule it or, or connect with someone that way. Just like you would on a, I don't know, an in-mail message or an email message. Yeah. You're saying be a little bolder on all these platforms. Don't be pushy, but, yeah. be, but be at least in, in, I use the word invite. Invite or, or, or test to see if they will. And if they won't, that's fine. And so this is this is really important. What do you what shouldn't you do right now? And and really, I think you espouse a real connected conversational feel to how you create conversations, ultimately business. You don't have to push be a pushy salesperson right now. If you want a connection for your job, your career, you're concerned about your career. But what shouldn't we do? Uh, do you have your wallet in your back left pocket? I do not. Is it in the back? I have my phone, which serves as my wallet, which serves as Okay, so you have your credit card in there. Yeah. Good, good. Hey, I got something to sell you, John. I want you, can can I get your credit card number? I want to sell you my widget. No, (laughs) no. You know, and you you can't, by the way, I'm doing a brand new class. I'm, I'm redoing a class. It'll be brand new. It'll be on Skillshare or Lumio. Um, there's another one, tablet-wise, and it, the title of it, and you've heard me use this phrase, is stop looking for a job. You, you can't do that. You can't ask for a job. You can't ask Just like for you a can't ask for a sale up nope. front. Never well, my turn. You can, but it's not good business practice, is it? In no, general. no. Never ask for something you don't know exists. That's a Teddy Burrisism. So you say that three times, you got to say, as I heard from Teddy, as I heard from Teddy, as I heard from Teddy, then it can become yours. And it's mine. Thank <laughs> you. But think about I'm it. Use it. I'll probably use it three times in this call, so I'll be fine after, after <laughs> our thing. Think uh, about it. We, we, we're so desperate because our boss is telling us, sell, sell, sell. You got to hit your numbers, hit your numbers. Our wives, our husbands, our mother-in-law, our mothers are saying, why don't you have a job yet? Why don't you have a job yet? And I'm being stupid with that analogy, but that's what everybody everybody else says. And I'm saying, stop it. Just invest more time meeting the right people, connecting with the right people, getting into conversations with the right people, 
And when you get into these conversations, you'll discover what opportunities may exist. Conversations, relationships is what we're emphasizing today. How do you open a conversation? What, what's one of, just one of, one line that kind of works for you? It's not like a pickup line, but it's a building relationship kind of connection line. What would be some of your language today, especially with the sensitivity? People are home, they're nervous, they could be upset even about their own careers or jobs. How do you open a dialogue properly? So if I send you a message and I ask you to get into a conversation, and you say, okay, one of the thoughts in my mind is an icebreaker uh, uh, might be, hey, John, I really appreciate you spend a few minutes with me. Can you give me just a little bit of insight in why you decided it was okay to spend time with me? Why not? I, I'm, I'm not going to talk about that photo behind you, or I'm not going to talk about that big blue marlin that's hanging over someone's desk, which may not be anything to do with them at all. Right. You know? But I'm going to ask a friendly, often a friendly conversation, a, a, con, a contextual conversation. Maybe if I know a little bit about you, I mean, hey, John, yeah, appreciate the chat. This Dana guy, you know, how well do you know him? He seems like an interesting guy. Great. And then you're just asking questions. You're probing. You're having a conversation. You're getting to know the person. Tell me this. How do we create the, a dialogue with the right audience? You said the right people. How do you kind of pick those? What, what were some of your defining factors on who we be, should be engaging with? Um, so I have an article on my ncwiseman.com website, ncwiseman.com. And that would be me, by the way. I was going to um, say, who else could that also, be? You know, and, I, and I'm ncwiseman because I contend that when you get old, you can pretend you're smart. And I live in North Carolina. But here's, here's the answer to that question. I, I have a, uh, an investment conversation, Bill. You know, what, how should you be spending your time or investing in your time in career transition? And there's five things you have to do. Five things. The top two are networking and research. The top two are networking and research. The bottom three, which are only 5% of your time each, are marketing, professional development, and then applying for jobs. Networking and research. How do I find out who is the right person for me to get into a conversation with? Networking and research. Here's one answer. Here's one answer. Let me, I'm gonna share with you one answer. If I'm having a conversation with John, and John knows enough about me to what, and knows what I'm all about and what I do, then at the end or near the end of our conversation, I'm going to ask you, say, I'm going to say this, John, really appreciate the conversation, appreciate the insights, appreciate the ideas you gave me. It's really, really helpful. Can I ask for one favor? Sure, of course. What do you, what <laughs> you, you got to get permission, is? dude. You got to okay. get permission. Okay. Just you're asking for one favor. You're not. You're. You're not saying. Could you send me three people that you know? You're not pushing the envelope here. One thing, and it's one person. John, you know enough about me. You know what I'm trying to achieve. Who is one person that you think I should talk with? Wow, that should be an easy get. 
Should be an easy get. And, and you know what? If you say to me that you don't necessarily have an answer right now, Teddy, I'm not real sure. John, that's okay. It's really okay. Maybe our relationship hasn't grown enough. Maybe you don't know enough about me yet. I'm a, John, it's okay. No worries. Can I come back to you? Huh? can come up with one person. But, but some deep. people say I can't. Some people say I can't. Okay. And I'm, 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 I'm accepting of that. But I'm going to say this to you. Do you mind if uh, maybe in two or three weeks I reach out to you and say hi, and I'll just share one sentence with you, remind you what I'm doing, and maybe a, a person will come to mind? That's, that seems fair to me. That's not a big ask. How do you find <laughs> the right person? You know what your goals are. You know what kind of business you want to be in. You know what kind of role you want to be in. When you're networking, you're Every single person you talk with, you need to always ask who's the next person I should talk with. Very good. Very good. That's not too hard. not too much to ask. Now, if you're does this apply to someone who's trying to build relationships for sales? Does this apply to someone who might be furloughed at the moment? It really applies to almost anyone, not just people in job search. Yeah. yeah we're also kind of, for our next opportunities, aren't we? Yeah. And so maybe it applies to dating. I don't know. We don't know about that. I don't have to. 43 years. <laughs> I think it's, it's, this is not about business. It's not about selling my widget or getting a job. It's about people connecting and meeting other people who could be beneficial to them or, and or they could be beneficial to each other. And I, we're even underestimating sometimes the, the powerful relationships that can develop out of just that one person. For example, one of our friends, Tiffany Dotson, I just connected you with a client, you know, in the same email. And I believe she's the one who introduced you to me. And that's still going on years later, those kinds of introductions that we participate in. And, and we have the great benefit of, uh, you know, years of that now. That can accumulate fast for people if they'll just give some of these tactics a try, won't, won't it? Yeah, absolutely. By the way, tips, Tiffany Dodson and I have talked one time. Amazing. Like one time. Like by a, a phone or a... I, I think we may have ran into each other at a networking event one time years ago. But the dividends have paid for many years. You, you, here's the thing. It's called networking for mutual benefit. And you never know how it's going to help you. And the fact is, it can always help you if you're willing to keep doing it. What if I'm a little reticent? I'm younger. I'm, I'm maybe a little timid about this. I'm in my career and I feel like any networking that I do could be interpreted as me looking for a job or me trying to do something that might get back to my bosses. I just feel like a little claustrophobic about this. I'm not that comfortable. How do I, how do I manage that worry and how do I have some ideas to break through? So a couple of things. First of all, if you want to get good at networking and, and, and become comfortable with it, you've got to practice. You've got to practice. So how do you practice? You practice with people you already like. You practice with them. Okay. And you be willing, be willing. Here's what I hear from most people. And I'll talk about the fear side of the, what my boss might say, or people perceive me, you know, wanting to sell myself. But I always hear this from people, especially introverts. I don't know what to talk about. Well, great. Yeah. Don't talk. Ask <laughs> questions. And listen. 
and listen. Yes. <laughs> That's a part of my course is the most powerful way to learn and to grow is to ask questions and then listen. It's, so, a, it's amazing what a great conversationalist you become when you listen more than you talk. Yeah, I get a it. A lot of Dale Carnegie. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. So that's, that's one thing. It's just be willing to practice. It, I, I can promise you this. I, uh, I track this. I track it through the CDC. I track it through the World Health Organization. I track it through all global and national organizations. Nobody has died from appropriate networking. Virtual networking is pretty safe in terms of your health. And what if, what if someone's a little nervous about exposing themselves as a networker? How do, you, how do you just allay that fear? Building relationships doesn't have to mean that you're trying to get something from that person. That's what you're saying from the beginning. So we shouldn't have a lot of fear there. Why not reach out on a business basis? And if it becomes something more, it becomes something more. How do we you know, get rid of that fear? Just a little bit more on that, Teddy. So when you learn to network by leading with give, Hmm. You will be trusted, respected, and even liked much better than people who are networking, looking to get into your wallet. Well, what if I think to myself, what do I have to give right now? I mean, I, I want some advice. I want some insight. I'm interested in your products or company. There's a lot of little ways to give, aren't there? Just in compliments, in professionalism, in courtesy. What other ways can we have that mindset as we network virtually? So in the book that I wrote called Networking for Mutual Benefit, by the way, available on Amazon.com for $10.95. <laughs> in that book, it's I said this. I said this. The easiest and probably the most powerful, let's go with the easiest. The easiest way to give is to listen. Just be willing to listen. Now, probably the most powerful way to give is to find a way to help an individual personally. Exactly right. But the easy people in just a normal conversation where you don't have a big agenda, you're getting to know the person, you're asking questions, you're interested in what they do. Sometimes we'll reveal things that they need or they need encouragement with. And if you help them with that, that little thing that could be personal, how deep does that relationship potentially go? So again, in the class that I just, that I'm doing right now, it's called your, uh, your career journey, your career, career search 2020 and beyond. It's the class I'm publishing, just about ready to publish on Skillshare. I said this, the more I ask you questions, and the more I listen, the more you feel comfortable sharing. And the more, again, the more I can ask questions and listen and show you, Dale Carnegie calls it, uh, says to uh, uh, listen sincerely. And when you realize I'm truly listening to you, not trying to get a word in edgewise every time you say something, you're going to be more willing to what I call peel back the layers, become a little bit more vulnerable, share more. But to tell you what, I've closed huge business deals. And I say this sincerely with all due respect to those who shared the people I've developed relationship with. 
because I'd asked more and more questions. That person got more and more comfortable sharing with me because I was sincere, I was empathetic, I was compassionate. I listened, I had ideas about how others could help them. And they eventually shared with me ideas. And I'm like, John, that might be an area that I could help you with. By the way, if you ever hear me say, John, that might be an area I can help you with, you better believe it's an area I can help you with. And take you up on that offer because you've been very generous with our clients and beyond. So as we wind down here, Teddy, what are some final thoughts about virtual networking in today when, when people are frazzled, but they're home, they may have a little time, they're not sure how to do it. What'll, what gets you up and, and over that? What can we do right away to apply what we've learned today? So um, if, if, you're, if you're at home, whether you're working from home or you're furloughed, uh, you know, and, and maybe you're out of a job, you're still looking for a job. By the way, if you're out of a job and you're still looking for a job, you ain't furloughed. <laughs> you're not furloughed. You're not put off to the side. You need to keep doing what you need to be doing. And that's just, that's, that's, my, that's my final words. You need to keep doing what you know you need to do. And, and that, is five, that is definitely these five things that I mentioned earlier. 55% of your time needs to be networking, saying hi to people, having conversations, friendly, polite, community conversations, see where they go. 30% of your time needs to be about research, research companies, research industries in regions, find the companies, find the people in the roles that you want to say hi to, get introduced to them or bump into them. And then you have 15% of your time left and that 15% can be 5% on marketing, building out your resume, your cover letter, your LinkedIn profile, your portfolio. Spend, that was 5% of your time on marketing, 5% of your time on professional development. Learn something new every single day of your life. Learn something new. Some of our clients are publishing and writing and contributing to journals. Consistent. Don't stop. You don't let things like this, this situation we're in stop you from some of that consistency and then the last five percent of your time you can if you find the right opportunity apply eddie burris nc's wise man find his books on amazon and find him somewhere at or near i believe the triad i own winston salem my lie is I own, I own Winston-Salem, North Carolina. <laughs> you certainly do. Thanks for talking with us. Thanks for having me on.